Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal, where our goal is to change the way you practice dentistry by helping you achieve clinical, financial, and personal balance. Now, here's your host, T-Bone. What's up, everyone? And we are here with episode number 200. Woohoo, we have a celebration today. Well, I'm not really sure it's actually episode 200, <laughs> but what happened was at some point in time, I wasn't keeping track of episodes the first couple of years, and then when we re-picked back up uh, in 2000, early 2019, I just re-decided we're going to start at episode 110 or whatever it was. So and, here we are. And here we are. So we've now done we're, good. Listen, we've been consistent the last year yeah. and a half. I'm super proud of that. That's, uh, that is always uh, a challenge in my life is consistency. Uh, is being consistent about everything. So, all right, so let's turn it over to Meredith. Meredith, what you got for us? All right, so before we get started today on our 200th episode, I have a review. We're still at 103. I'm very yeah. angry about this. So after this amazing 200th episode, maybe. I feel like I'm a, I'm a failure because you guys aren't leaving me reviews. Well, this one says the best, so I'm going to go with not a failure. <laughs> this is my favorite dental podcast. The information is practical and helpful. T-Bone is an excellent educator and leader. So Mona, that does that bother you? No. You sure? Why are you so low again? Can you sit up straight? Oh, my God. I mean, Jesus. My people are going to think that I have a short wife. So for an update on 3D Dentist, um, we still have online courses. We have a live stream medical billing. We have added another course in Nashville for Sleep One if you missed our course the other weekend yeah. uh, in July. And um, we hope to get everything back rolling again. But if you're not feeling okay with coming to the courses, we do have medical billing and sleep apnea for purchase online. And then, uh, before and, then our, we and then our other courses are still going on, the small ones, like yes. the digital implant continuum mm -hmm. and things like that. Uh, they're still going on, and they're small classes where we're very easily able to social distance. Yeah. And, and honestly, I'll say that people will get an even better value because we'll have smaller classes. They'll get even more attention yeah. and stuff like that. So I look forward to seeing people. Right, we've, yeah. We've been doing we've, Yeah, it's been fun. Well, before we get started, we have a special surprise oh with a boy. few guests oh for God our 200th episode. God. Hey, T-Bone, this is your buddy Matt Standridge here. A little birdie told me that you have your 200th episode of the T-Bone Speaks podcast coming up. And I just want to say that's awesome and congratulations. I'm a 
I'm really happy that we have someone like you who's out there giving true business and clinical advice to dentists, not some fake influencer, but you're the real deal, pal. And I wanted to tell you to keep it up. And congratulations again to the man who is unapologetically himself, who uh, always speaks his mind and never minds what he speaks. Have a good one, buddy. Keep up the great work. Dentistry needs you, pal. Take care. Tarun, 200 podcasts. That's quite an accomplishment because to do 200 podcasts, you need to have uh, recorded 200 times and or interviews and all that, which means you're old, actually, is what it is. So to, to just have lived this long, to be able to do 200 podcasts, I mean, that's an accomplishment right there, but it does mean that you're old. Uh, seriously, though, uh, congratulations on reaching 200 podcasts. Uh, I want you to think about that. If if you've touched more or uh, touched a chord with two, you know, a couple of dentists per podcast, that means you've positively influenced hundreds of dentists throughout the country, and that's something that's an accomplishment, and that's something you've given back to the profession. So, um, yeah, a really big kind of congratulations on uh, reaching the 200 mark. And if you make the 400 mark. I'll make sure I send you some presents, like maybe some Depends or maybe one of those walkers with the tennis balls on the bottom of the walker. Yeah, just for you. Maybe a little personalized with your name on it. But uh, seriously, congratulations and look forward to seeing you. Take care. Hey, T-Bone. I just want to say congratulations on your 200th episode. And as much as I hate to admit it, you are a big mentor in my life. And I have learned so much from you, even though I still won't do single column dentistry. But I just want to thank you for being a friend, a mentor, a colleague, and really pushing me to be my best. And keep up the good work. Hey, T-Bone Hutan here. Congratulations. What a milestone. I love you, bro. 200th episode. That is incredible. Uh, Your dedication, your hard work, it has helped so many people touch so many lives. Uh, You are a major asset to the dental industry, and you are a wonderful friend. Love you, brother. Keep going, and hopefully another 200 episodes more. T-Bone, congratulations on your 200th podcast. You've had a profound impact on my life professionally and personally, and I appreciate it. I'm grateful for the way that you speak truth into people's lives and the impact that you make, so keep it up. It was also an honor to lead you to victory in the first ever 3D Cup. Have a wonderful weekend and enjoy your 200th podcast. Hi T-Bone, congratulations on your 200th podcast. Your podcast has been a part of my practice for many years. I'm so proud to call you a mentor and a friend. Hey Terrence, Chuck, what's up man? I just want to give you a quick shout out and I congratulate you on your 200th episode of T-Bone Speaks. Um, Absolutely amazing that it's already been 200 episodes. It seems like yesterday, we were meeting at 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning or 9 o'clock at night, um, trying to bang out a couple of these things. So thank you so much for letting me uh, be on this journey with you for a few of these episodes. It's been awesome. Um, as always, you certainly give me more than uh, I give you in return. And we appreciate what you do for us. Thank you for challenging us like you do. Sometimes um, the content it hits home a little too hard. It's something that I'll always want to hear, but what I need to hear. So uh, continue to be hard on us, uh, continue to challenge us. Um, thank you so much for uh, letting us critique you at times as well. And you really, really take it like a champ with that. Um, you're a good man, a great father, great friend, and truly a blessing to our industry. Love you, man. Peace out. Happy episode. 
congrats on 200 episodes, my friend. I don't know how you managed to get people to listen to you babble that much, but if anybody can do it, it's you. And I appreciate your mentorship and your friendship and sometimes even that unsolicited advice that you give me as my Indian older brother. Uh, but because of you, I'm a much better dentist and a better human being. And I love you and I wish you all the success and happiness. And here's to 200 more, my friend. Cheers. Happy 200th episode, T-Bone. I hope you know that uh, you've obviously positively impacted me and so many others with the podcast. Keep up the good work. We're so excited. Can't wait to see uh, what 3D Dennis has in the future. And uh, love you, brother. Happy 200th. Hey, it's Eric Ballou coming to you from Garden Valley, Idaho. I'm up here living my dream because of you, T-Bone. That's right. 200 episodes of T-Bone Speaks has taught me some important lessons. And one, I just got to thank you for the gift of time that you've given me because you've taught me how to work smarter, not harder. And, to, and by doing that, incorporating my team, teaching them new skills, investing in my team, bringing them out to the courses, getting them involved, developing a champion, looking within that team to give me more time to do what I want. And also to, to be more productive with my time that I can that I can do, incorporate some things that I wasn't doing as much of implants at that level that I wanted to or sleep and Invisalign orthos and things like that. And, and it's just improved my, my practice and my life uh, dramatically. Now, there's a lot of things that, I, that I'd like to thank you specifically for, but that's why there's 200 episodes of amazing content. But I do want to say what an impact. Thank you for, for, for impacting thousands of lives and for transforming and improving mine. I love you, T-Bone. What? Oh, T-Bone. Tell me again how general dentists shouldn't do fillings and crowns. What are you doing? I just wanted to congratulate T-Bone on his 200th episode. Is this what you do when I'm not around? No. <laughs> That's the perfect one. I love that. I love that. That's awesome. Mona, can you can you do that? Can you please do that? That was that was unbelievable. Thank you, Gabe. Thank you, Meredith. Uh, thank you for doing that. That was uh, uh, pretty pretty amazing. And uh, we've made know. it. So we can't have a 200th episode without a little bit of good content. Yeah, of course. So yeah. we thought we'd ask you some of do some Q and A. Hold on. Are you crying? No, no. I yes, you not. are. No, That's sweet. No way. No well, way. I do you want to ask tears. some other questions? I don't have tears in my eyes. Can you please stand up? Oh, Come on. Okay. Um, no, I'll just let you ask them. Okay. I might give my two cents. Okay. That's all. Okay. So we'll start with, if you could start your, your career over in dentistry with what you know now, how would you change it or what would you do differently? Well, that's a good, good question. And, uh, you know, for me, luckily, I was able to look at the, the, the board a little bit early <laughs> and kind of gather some of my thoughts. He's cheating, basically. Um, and, and really, um, the theme that I came up to this question was, th there's really, I wouldn't do a lot of things better or differently in, in too many senses. Uh, I would do a lot of things earlier. Mm -hmm. And um, really, some of the things I wrote down, um, is, uh, let me back up for a second. The reason I say I wouldn't change a lot of things terribly is one is I, I've done, economically I've done pretty well in my life. 
Um, uh, we've built a pretty good, pretty darn good practice. And there's not much I should be ashamed of or not proud of. Right. I wish it didn't take me 20 years to get there. Exactly. Uh, so I wish it had taken me. I, I believe I could have gotten here in 8 to 10 years, mm-hmm. knowing what I know today. Uh, so a couple of things I wrote down. <clears throat> One was working while I was doing a startup. Uh, uh-huh. So I was open four or five days a week, let's say, or I had four or five days, six days of available to work. But during my startup, I didn't spend uh, any time working elsewhere. So in other words, I limited Associate. my ability uh, to be make some income. Uh-huh. And that led to a lot of pressure, uh, put a lot of pressure on me. Right. Uh, number two, I wrote down that I would take insurance right away instead of waiting a year, year and a half. To so you would have listened to your wife? Yeah. Okay. So you were fee for service yeah, the was. first year? First year, year. Okay, that I, I came out that. of practice. W- and um, could you maybe talk about um, the impacts teachers had on you too? Yeah. Imp- you know, some of the, so so a lot of the times the question comes is where, why, do, why am I so adamant about people taking insurance? Uh, because frankly speaking, there weren't those in the profession around me or that I listened to that helped me see the reason for that. Uh, Taking insurance in the beginning isn't a sentence to taking insurance for life. Right. And look, I was so fortunate and lucky to meet some of the instructors and Mm -hmm. CE leaders and gurus and and people that I looked up to. But the one thing that, that I've learned is that they give you a slightly spinned message. Or they give you a message. It would be very easy for me to stop taking insurance today. Right. Based on where I'm at financially, based on where I've accomplished things in my career and Mm -hmm. where my practice could be at, right? But I don't think it would be good information or good uh, advice Advice. for me to give people to not take insurance because me, 20 years in, can do that. Right. So I'm a big believer in telling people that you can take insurance. We create the problem of dealing with uh, having too many patients and uh, some of the negatives that come from insurance. And I think it's easier to fix that than to go through the heartache of not taking insurance, at least in my own mind. Right. Okay. Is that kind of what you wanted me to say? Uh, I, I just don't think there's a lot of people that are completely truthful and honest to everybody about the positives and negatives of taking insurance out the gate. Yeah. Uh, it's very easy for us to say that 15, 20 years in, uh, but to somebody coming straight out of school or starting their practice, I don't think is necessarily great advice for them. Um, I wrote down that I would like to have learned more than just restorative dentistry earlier in my career. Mm-hmm. Uh, until 2009, I was literally just a crown and bridge dentist. All I did was restorative dentistry. Uh, I didn't really do a lot of root canals. I didn't really do any ortho to speak of. I didn't really do a lot of any of that stuff. Implants? No, no, no implants. Yeah. God, I was afraid to take up <laughs> teeth. Um, <clears throat> so that that really hindered my career. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was great. I got good at cosmetics, got good at some really good foundational things. But uh, the recession or drop of 2008 really hit me hard because I didn't have a, a large pool of procedures to be able to rely on, to be diversified in my practice offerings. Um, I wish I had a vision of of the benefits of an associate slash partner earlier in my career. Uh, I subscribed to the philosophy that I was going to do it alone uh, forever, and um, that included in terms of how much I rely on team members today compared to 
10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that's completely changed. Uh, and so I wish I had that vision. I think having a, a game plan or a vision of what you intend yourself to be and revisiting that more often um, really shapes how you, dr- how you drive and how you kind of build your practice. And I built my practice for the first 10 years with not having a vision of anybody else being with me, just yeah. me being by myself. Yeah. And uh, another thing that I really think um, that I want to impress upon younger dentists and older dentists even is uh, to start saving money earlier. Uh, I wish I had my personal savings plan for financial flexibility uh, earlier in my career. Uh, through two th- So I graduated in 1999. Uh, when 2009 came around, I had literally uh, no money, uh, you know, no money saved in you know, I had maybe $10,000 saved in an IRA. Uh, I had no retirement to speak of. I had no excess money or, you know, t- expendable money to speak of. And so I was really starting, you know, 10 years late in my career. Uh, and so that was a, um, those are things I wish I had done earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all that being said, the beauty of our profession is that we have the ability to earn more. Uh, to you know, sometimes you have to work more. Sometimes you have to work smarter. Whatever it takes, mm-hmm. but we have that ability to increase our income yeah. uh, by learning new skills or uh, adding more hours or whatever it may be. And uh, we've been able to overcome that. And if, of course, when you have, and I always again, in full disclosure, when you have a dual income household, it does make these things easier. So I always make it a point, I try to make it a point to people that when I talk about things from a financial perspective, uh, that uh, that we are a dual income household and that does affect uh, some of these things. So if I were to start over or do things differently, I would have done a lot of things earlier. I'm very happy with where I'm at in my career. Uh, I'm just not. I'm not happy about how long it took me to get here. Right. And that's one of the things you guys teach in the Millennial Mastermind is helping people get there faster. Yeah. I think. And going through it all yourself and then being with Sully, who's kind of going through it now. You guys are a good combination to teach everyone how to get there. And the truth is, the first, you know, five to seven years of my career, there wasn't this ability to communicate with people through social media or online forums and really get a connection and really be exposed to what else is out there, other ways of doing business, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's kind of like for you in your practice, Mona, most people think of psychiatry as a certain type of practice and they don't realize that you can have a different type of practice like you have. Uh, in psychiatry so it's it's important to get exposed to different ways even to learn what you don't like i think what makes you different from a lot of other teachers is stay with us we'll be right back hey there podcast family t-bone here to talk about the 3d dentist digital implant continuum are you ready to start placing dental implants but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed i know that feeling i've been there let's change that together Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. 
You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career, just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, check out our upcoming sessions, and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now let's get back to this week's episode. You talk about your mistakes. And that's really big because then people can relate to you and they say, wow, he made that mistake because you just look like, you know, someone who didn't and you're very confident. But I think that your mistakes are like, you know, the first time you got the Sarek machine, you tell that story and then, you know. Or not taking insurance and going into our savings to be able to pay that year. You know, those are the things that make you real, right? Yeah. Yeah. Having to sell my car. That kind of goes into our um, next question. Yeah. Is what is a common myth about T-Bone? And it's like everybody thinks your practice and everything's perfect. And it is, of course. But you've made mistakes. (laughs) And, um, you know, we I like to tell people we have the same problems, you know, when they call and they're like, oh, well my team member quit or I fired my team member. I can't bring him. Like, it's okay. Everybody has the same yeah. problems, you know? So they don't feel like it's just them. I think sometimes people feel singled out yeah. like that. Yeah. I think a myth would be that I have it all figured out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and really, you know, part of our 3d dentist brand is, is understanding the three aspects of building a practice. And that is uh, your ability to run a great business, your ability to provide great clinical dentistry, and your ability to use your career to really create personal balance. You're leaving, Mona? Why? <laughs> okay. Uh, to create personal balance. Uh, mm-hmm. So for me, um, I don't have it all figured out. You know, um, uh, like today I was talking to Megan about our business, you know, and, and we could do so much better if I would follow some of my own advice, but... I'm not willing to, I don't want to work that hard or, you know, I don't want to do certain types of dentistry or work on certain types of cases. I just don't want to do it. Right. Uh, But, you know, that's part of it. And, and, you know, the other thing I wrote down is that uh, the myth that I'm a great father. I think um, there are times where um, I really think uh, of the three areas, I think where I really, I, I don't, I hate to use the word fail, but it's how I feel sometimes is that I really fail in that personal balance side of things. You know, I don't fail in how much time I take off or uh, how much time we spend as a family when we do travel. Mm -hmm. But I I think I do struggle or do feel like I failed when it comes to the amount of time I give my my family on a day-to-day basis. Uh, Certainly the first 15 years of my career, it was uh, see patients during the day, uh, do dental town, social media, create lectures, all of this stuff in the evenings, and then fly. There, you know, I was up to 30 ti- 30, 32 times a year at one point that I would fly across, you know, around the country speaking. And uh, certainly over the last five years, we've been able to, you know, bring that number down. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> but, uh, you know, I, I would like to have been, I would like to be a better father to my, my kids. Uh, but when I do get time with them, like going to breakfast or dropping them to school or going on vacations, um, I do feel like um, I do a good job then. Uh, but but truthfully, I, I've got to give a lot of credit to, to Mona, who unfortunately left right now, <laughs> is because all of those ideas, the idea of pre-planning vacations, uh-huh. the idea of 
you know, taking a month off, sorry, a week off, you know, close to, you know, an extended weekend yeah. every month, uh, those kind of things. Taking off all of the kids' teacher yeah, work days. Yeah, all, you know, pre-planning all of that stuff. Not is starting all, is until 9 idea. o'clock so you could take the kids to school yeah. every morning. Those are all her ideas. Right. Those kind of things never entered my mind because I'm, you know, right. until COVID, I was a workaholic. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and then the other thing, I think probably the biggest myth in, in my sense is... Uh, <coughs> That I'm outgoing. Yeah, I'm actually, that's what I was going to say. I'm actually yeah. a, a very <laughs> shy person. Um, uh, outside of the dental world. Well, outs- well, even in the, ev- outside of being on stage. Yeah. You know, or being, you know, um, I call it, it's a character. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it really is. And um, if I were given a choice, I would talk to two or three people. I would sit in a corner. I'd kind of observe. I'd like to people watch. You know, I would go to bed at nine o'clock. Uh, you know, I just, I'm not really that, I'm not that person. I don't like to go out to drink. I don't like to, you know, do all of those things. Um, and sometimes, unfortunately, it comes across as being arrogant or being, um, believing I'm better than other people because I, I just don't like, I mean, it's not that I don't want to talk to people. I just, I'm not a big, I'm not a big introduce myself. I'm not big to introduce myself. Yeah. And have, I'm happy to talk. Unless to people. ice cream's involved, if ice cream's involved, he is there. <laughs> but that's that's you know that's an enticement yeah. more than anything else. So th- those are some of the myths I would say. Yeah. That 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 are there. All right, and then our last question is: Tell us about a patient uh, that touched your heart or changed the way you practice dentistry. You know, we've all we've all got those patients yeah. that um, that we that we've. That we see the remember bigger, the bigger picture of dentistry. Yeah. You know, Correct. you know, th- sometimes th- easy things like, you know, patients that we've done root canals on, just so that, um, uh, you know, that they're out of pain. You know, I, I would say that the most impactful patient I- that I've ever seen, now that I think about it, is not even a patient. Mm-hmm. It was a young lady named Crystal, at our first Giving Smiles Free Day event, mm-hmm. and uh, the night before. We did our event where we provide free extractions and cleanings for people. Um, I was so worried that people wouldn't show up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I couldn't sleep. And I got to the uh, office. We were starting at 7 o'clock, I believe. So I got to the office around 6, 6.30 or so. And um, there was a big line in the parking lot. And then um, I remember seeing our first patient. And uh, she said that she came out to the office at 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh, because she needed to be first, because she has to get to work, and that she couldn't afford uh, the dentistry that we were, that she needed, and that she's been in and out of pain for months, mm-hmm. but she can't have, she can't couldn't afford the dentistry, and then she couldn't af- also afford or was afraid to take time off of work, mm-hmm. and it really gave me a realization that uh, how big of an impact our profession has. You know, look. We call ourselves molar mechanics. We make fun that we're not real doctors. And, and, and all of that is true, okay? But I think <coughs> tooth pain is painful. Mm-hmm. And being able to take get people out of pain, being able to help people, being able to provide uh, for our community. Uh, you know, I'm a big believer in giving back to the community in your local area that's been so good to you. And, and that's great if we do some other stuff where we're giving back to others around the world, that's nice, but uh, I personally believe uh, that you should give back to your, your five to seven mile radius first before you start giving back, because that's the, that's the community that's 
made you successful. That's the community where you live your life. And, you know, it, I came to the realization that, uh, you know, I had this conversation with Crystal and, you know, I put it together. The, you know, look, in, in this country and, you know, most almost every area, uh, the cost to get a tooth taken out is not just the cost of the tooth extraction, it's the cost of an exam and an x-ray. Mm -hmm. You know, by the time it all adds up, it's $200, $250 pretty easily. Right. And, again, low-income people typically don't have benefits. Yeah. And that $250, and the average person in this country, you know, in that ballpark is making 10 to 12, you know, maybe 10, $12 an hour. Some less than that. Less than that, of course, mm -hmm. right? And and so for that person that's in and out of pain, and I had this conversation with Crystal about it. She was like, you know, I have to work 20 hours right. to be able to afford this. Yeah. And th And then the choice was, do I afford this and getting out of pain? Or do I feed my family or try to advance, you know, my life? Right. And so for me, that was the realization that uh, dentistry, basic dentistry is out of touch for a good percentage of our population. Mm -hmm. And that as a profession, we have to make it our goal and our obligation to provide these services for our communities mm -hmm. or the government will step in and force us to do it. Yeah. And we probably won't like the way they do it, no. you know. So that that patient just came to my mind is, um, and she wasn't a patient even. I yeah. literally saw her once, and how how impactful that has been for me uh, as a human being, understanding. Because look, when we start making a decent amount of money, we we lose touch of that reality, mm -hmm. you know, that reality of just paying the bills or right. just getting out a of patient pain. that's not even paying. Yeah, you, you know? know, and uh, and then I've got other patients here. You know, I, I have this one lady, uh, we'll just call her B. Um, I was doing a full mouth rehab on her. She had some old crowns. This is like second year into practice, second, yeah, second year into practice. And I'm cutting these crowns off and, and there's just, there's nothing there. Mm -hmm. There's no tooth left. There's decay underneath there. And here's a young lady, beautiful middle-aged lady at the time, um, coming to me to get a new smile. And when we're done, she's walking out of my office with no teeth. You know, or teeth to the gum line, yeah. or and no no teeth, and right. how devastating that was, and how many lessons I learned from that of of you know preparing and understanding the importance of really looking at cases and really preparing patients for potential outcomes and having backup plans when you think that these things are going to happen, or patient Tom, one of my first, actually my technically my very first number patient, one. number yeah. one, you know we did I did eighteen veneers on him and. When we were done, he said, I wish I didn't do this. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't speaking from the quality of the work, but I think he was speaking from the experience. Yeah. And that taught me right away that I needed sedation in my practice. Right. Because patients want to do the dentistry. They're just afraid or they don't like it. Or right. their personality is, I don't want to sit there for three, four hours at a time. Right. And it also taught me the need to get efficient at what I'm doing mm -hmm. by being focused on yeah. things. Um you know, we've had patients that we've treated that we've done large cases on that are bulimic patients mm -hmm. that are recovering drug addicts, mm -hmm. you know, and all of those, you know, they touch you in the sense that yeah. you really help people or you really help recover their lives, yeah. you know, get work or be able to get back into society and things like that. And then, of course, we have our patients that drove you nuts that, <laughs> you know, that you... The bad ones that you that remember. You, yeah, of course. And, and they ch they change your practice, too. Yeah. Um, and I'll argue that they change Maybe your more. practice more. Yeah. 
because that's why I don't do dentures and, and partials anymore. Right. Because not because these people are bad, because I just don't know how to handle it. Right. You know, my personality is to tell them this is a denture. This is the best you're going to get with <laughs> a denture after seven well, or eight adjustments. This is the best I'm going to give yeah. you. How about that? <laughs> right. You know, at some point, or, you know, to tell people that you're not paying me enough. Right. You know, or to be upfront with people that your insurance pays garbage for this. Yeah. It's not even worth for me to do. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, those, there's a lot of lessons. Um, and that's always important to me is to learn from each interaction yeah. each day is um, what do you learn? Like today I learned, uh, uh, I, le- I gave Megan, I rolled my eyes at Megan and the patient picked up on it and made a comment about it <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> so I learned After that. After you, you tell everyone they can't roll their eyes yeah, and then right. you pick, you must've picked that up from the office. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, each, each day is a learning experience. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I've been very fortunate and pretty blessed, but, um, yeah, we, we should learn, and, and I hope I continue to learn. I, c- yeah. I hope I continue to make mistakes because that's the, that's really the only way that you get better is by making mistakes or realizing deficiencies. Uh, if every day goes by and it's literally the same thing and you're not learning anything or experiencing something new, uh, you know, that's great for some, but it's not a great, that's not a great way for me to live. Yeah. Uh, I like to consistently evolve. Yeah, I think everybody learned a lot today just by learning about you. They can learn (laughs) a little bit more about themselves as well. So, is that it? I think that's all we have for today. Well, I want to thank everybody for spending time with me uh, all these weeks. For those of you that are new to the podcast, um, you know, we just try to help and share. For those of you that have been longtime listeners, thank you for so much. Uh, For those of you that come in and out, uh, thank you. you know, as much as, as hard as it is for me, we try to stay away from politics. <laughs> we try to stay away from dental politics. We try to stay away from, you know, one of the things that amazes me about this podcast is that I pretty much don't curse on the no, podcast. No, you're pretty good about but it. But outside of the podcast, I'm a cursing fiend. Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't even make that many inappropriate comments and jokes and stuff, So, uh-uh. uh, which I've always worried would be difficult for me. But um, it, it's been amazing. I've enjoyed it. I love it. Um, I I love doing it. It's it's um, you know there's something therapeutic about this for me to share and to bring others on and to you know for me one of the things I want to try to get back to is is I want to share other professionals with dentistry. Mm-hmm. There's you know I was thinking about this today uh, because we w- I'm doing some marketing stuff and it was talking about I was reading through it and it talked about how you know all marketing people try to make you sound like you're the greatest dentist right. ever and I was thinking to myself like this. There's hundreds of me in our market. You know, there's mm, well, there know. are there are, there are a lot of dentists. A lot, uh, but there are a lot. There are, there are oh. a lot of dentists that that do are the, great. That do are great gr- work. Like do great yeah. work, and you know, and there's so much to learn from everybody. And uh, y- you know, I just want to share that. I, I yeah. want I want people to see you know the Thad Vincents, the Eric Blues, the you know JPs, the Sullys. Yeah. Not, not just those people that you see. In the on the speaking stage and stuff, yeah, uh, I would argue that there's so much more to learn from people that you'll never see or meet mm-hmm. because they're too busy working. Well, they they also have different life experiences. Right. They're probably more they're probably more like our listeners right. than I am. Mm-hmm. They're absorbing yeah. everything and they're probably taking yeah. it and using Quite it. Quite frankly, they're implementing it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> right. You know, and and, and so that's uh, that's that's an important aspect for me. So. 
Yeah, so uh, thank you again, yeah. everybody. Thank you, Gabe and Meredith. That was very touching. Yeah, I've been I appreciate Thank that. you for allowing me to be on the podcast for the last year almost. Allowing you. I forced you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and look how much better you've yeah. gotten. It's almost awesome. Almost a year. Has All it really right. been that long? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, September. Wow. It's August. It, that's right. Yeah. God. <laughs> Jesus. It's done. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody. And once again, uh, we are stuck at 103 reviews as of the time we recorded this. Uh, I would like to get past 103, so if somebody could just leave me a review so I could stop talking about number 103, (laughs) that would really be awesome. And uh, again, if you want to help us out on social media and by sharing this, the next time you see somebody with an iPhone, uh, just steal it, press the podcast app and uh, uh, add our podcast, subscribe to our podcast for them. Uh, and, and then give the phone back. Don't steal it. Well, you can keep <laughs> the phone too, but then that's not really going to help us very much. <laughs> and then if we can help you improve your practice, uh, 3D dentist, 3D-dentist.com, uh, our seminars and workshops, they truly are uh, wonderful experiences. And if anybody ever needs me or has questions or just wants somebody to talk to with all the different things we've got going on in the world uh, from a mental side of things, uh, just reach out to me, stbone.com. Or you can call me at area code 510-698-2663. And I would love to hear from you. So everybody have a great day. And we'll see you next week on the T-Bone Speaks podcast. Thanks so much for listening to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal. Remember to keep striving for excellence. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, podcast family, T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode.